Hi everybody, my name is Ellie Haney and I'm the founder of Hainsey Clothes. We are a clothing brand that provides comfort physically and mentally. Mental health has always been a struggle point in my life. So I wanted to build a platform that gives awareness to self-help and I'm using fashion as my medium to create a space where no one feels alone. Literally Here For You podcast is an extension of what Here For You means to us. Welcome back to the Literally Here For You podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode five. I am so excited for this episode and thrilled to introduce you all to my team and the people who I work with on a daily basis. Um, And I always talk about them, but this is the real, like you guys will really get a chance to meet them. And um, I'm gonna ask each one of them a couple business questions and a couple personal questions so you can see what each of them does on the business and um, like for the business and their desires for the business and where where it's gonna go and also their personal desires and goals and just fun things about them. So I also, what you guys will see in the next couple minutes, every person on the Hainsey team has a tie to mental health in some way or another and I would never be the one to share their story but they will all be touching on a part of that today as well. So Emma is going to be the first candidate. If you guys tuned into episode four, the last episode, you definitely heard a lot about Emma and we got incredible feedback from from everybody. I actually received, I received an email this morning. I don't even know if I told you this, but somebody saying, mentioning something that Emma said in the podcast. And a lot of people resonated with your story, Emma. She was extremely vocal about um, leaving school and struggling in college and just everything in between. She, you, you were extremely authentic with, with everything. And I think the audience really resonated. So, um, can't wait to, to ask you a couple more questions. So why don't you explain to everybody what your role is on the team and what your title is and kind of what, yeah, your role in the team. I'm back guys. Didn't miss me. (laughs) So I'm the managing partner of Hainsey. Um, I'm Emma, which you guys know if you listen to the previous podcast. But some of my daily um, tasks that come with being the managing partner of Hainsey is, you know, anywhere from responding to customers to dealing with orders, physically packing up orders, planning events, um, you know, doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff which is honestly what I love to do. I would say one of my big tasks is keeping Ellie on time. Yep, um, that is very accurate. But yeah, honestly, my day varies basically every day. It just kind of depends on what's going on. Um, but a little bit of everything, to be totally honest. Awesome. That's very true. I was I was wondering how you were going to answer that question because I know I honestly it's like, so different. Exactly. It's like every day is so different. So what would be I know this is this is a very hard question as well. What would you say if you had to choose your favorite part about being on the team of Hainsey? What would your favorite part be or one of them? You know, there's obviously so many. I think honestly going off of what we were just saying what I love about Hainsey and this job is that every day is different. Mm-hmm. And again, yes, that can be hectic sometimes. But for me, like, I never wanted the, you know, going into the office and doing the same thing every day, which again, nothing wrong with that. Right. But for me, I love kind of 
having each day bring something new. And, you know, with that comes new challenges, comes, you know, new issues, but also comes so many new opportunities and great experiences. So I think that's super unique about what we do is that we do have so much range and flexibility of our day-to-day tasks. I I love that. I think that that's, like you said, a lot of people can't do that. Like a lot, a lot of people have to have, oh, from nine to 10, they have their company meeting and Mm -hmm. from 11 to 12, there's lunch break. And then there's, they have a, um, another conference call at three, mm-hmm. whatever, which is so awesome. Yeah. But we, our brains aren't like that and we weren't made for, for yeah, that environment. 100%. So I think that it's just so interesting and, and cool to, you know, um, hear you talk about that because that's obviously an interest. That's why I love, you know, what we do as well as just, you know, every day is crazy and every yeah. day is different. I love yeah. that. But some people, do, some people don't. And I yeah. think that's just, it's cool to hear you say that. What, what interests you most about being a part of Hainsey? Like, I know that's kind of like, but what like gets you out of the bed in the morning, like for, yeah. for this job. And everybody knows that you are full time. I think you said last time that you're full time. Yeah. So I'm so, full time. Um, yeah, I think we touched on that last time, but this is my, my full time gig all in. So like what, like um, what gets you most excited yeah. or like most like interested, you know, getting out of the bed in the morning? Like, what do you, you know, I for think Hainsey? that for me, <laughs> Um, I always wanted to do something with mental health. My dream was always to either be a therapist or a guidance counselor or mm-hmm. social worker. And, you know, even at one time I wanted to be a teacher, which does obviously tie into a lot of, you know, helping people and working with people. And I have always loved, you know, fashion and design and that type of um, work as well. So I think that honestly, it is not to be cheesy, but like really a dream come true Yeah, that I get to combine those two things that I love, you know, the mental health aspect, but also physically designing things and producing products. Um, I think that that for me is just like the coolest and most interesting part of just this job. Love it. Love it. Beautifully said. It is a dream come true. It doesn't, you know, Every day, like, I think a lot of just something that resonated what you just had, a lot of people say to us, you know, oh, my God, you must be living a dream. You must be. And we are. But I think uh, sometimes people might think, oh, there's no anxiety with that. There's no. Oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, they must be just, like, having the best, most incredible time every day, which we do. Yeah. obviously, but there comes a lot of responsibility with, Absolutely. with everything. So, um, Absolutely. you know, um, it's, it's, it's like all on us, like yeah. we're living this dream. It's our dream, but it's also everything that falls back falls on us. 100%. There's no other, there's nowhere no. else it goes. No. So love that. I, yeah. I, I love that answer. What would you say the proudest moment you have had so far? I would have to say, oh wow, there's been so many, honestly, um, which is so amazing to say. Um, but I would have to say that when we were at, um, a school, Mm -hmm. you and I, and someone came up to us and was like, oh my God, you guys are from Hainsey. Your sweatshirts are everywhere. Everyone has them. Everyone loves them. And for me, that was just like the moment where I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. you know, and not that it's like, oh my God, everyone's buying our stuff. Yeah. But it's like, wow, everyone is wearing our messages and every one of our messages has a tie to 
you know, mental health and spreading positivity and love and, you know, are here for you line or love hard line, all of that. Give yourself grace, anxiety positive, mm-hmm. like all of them Everything. encompasses um, mental health. And I think that it's just so cool that people are wearing this. It's like a walking advertisement for being a good fucking human being. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that that for me, especially for someone at the high school age to say that, you know, it's it was really impactful. I was like, wow. Like, it was kind of the mm-hmm. moment when I was like, we are really doing this. Making like, we are making yeah. a difference. And we are going to make it to where we want to be because we're never going to give up. Absolutely. I love that answer so much. Some of my favorite moments have come from students. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, I'll get into that later, but I'm just, um, that was really cool to hear that that was one of your favorites too. So, okay. Now we're going to move on to more like personal questions. And I know that, um, obviously the the viewers and a lot of the audience know you already, but I think this will just be fun to kind of get a little bit even more involved in your personal life. So whatever you feel most comfortable with, um, most comfortable with sharing. I know you are pretty comfortable, obviously, but I always just like want to say this. Um, what do you struggle with on a daily basis? So, yeah, I think a lot of the viewers, um, if you watch the last podcast, you heard me talk about a lot of the things I struggle with and, you know, go in depth on that. So I'm not going to bore everyone with that again, but basically what I struggle with on a daily basis is, um, my anxiety, my depression, my tick disorder and my trichotillomania. And it is, you know, those are things that I don't say lightly because it's taken a really long time for me to even be open mm, talking yeah. about that. Um, but, you know, that's the reality of it. And everyone has shit and everyone has stuff they struggle with. And I think that the more open that we are about our personal struggles, anything from stress about homework or, you know, stress about, body image or anything, anywhere to, you know, diagnose anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, uh, you know, whatever. There's so many things people struggle with. And no matter like how small or how big, I just think that it's so important to talk about because everyone's struggles are their own. And, you know, someone could be struggling with picking out an outfit and that could seem like the biggest thing in the world Mm -hmm. to them. And I just don't think that stuff like that should ever be invalidated because, you know, someone else has it worse or, you know, has different struggles in them because everyone's struggles are the same. Beautiful. Um, So. I think that that's so um, cool that you brought up that point because I feel like a lot of our customers and a lot of our audience, including myself, including everybody on the team here, sometimes will be like, I think you literally said this yesterday, Mm -hmm. mental health related. And you immediately said after, but like, I know so many people have it worse. Yeah. And like you, you, I, I literally remember you saying that yesterday. And I think that that's something that we also have to remind ourselves, like we're valid. It's valid to feel 100%. terrible about something. And you know, no matter what it is, we're all human. We yeah. all feel different ways and give yourself grace for, for that. And, yeah. um, so, you know, we, like, also, like, we preach all these things, but we struggle with them yeah, as well. Yeah, you know, I'm not perfect, obviously. need to, like, learn to practice what I preach sometimes. But I'm so glad you brought it up because um, it's, it's yeah. beautiful. Pretty much this next section is, is probably going to be one of my favorites. We're all assigned to different members of the team, 
and we're all going to, so Emma is gonna say what her favorite quality is about Peter, and then we're each gonna share like our favorite qualities about each other. So you're assigned to Peter. What would you say Peter's favorite quality, or your favorite quality about Peter is? Or you can say two of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so honestly, Peter is truthfully one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And not just like, you know, conventionally smart. He's so artistic and has such mm -hmm. um, a creative eye that I really like admire and think is so unique about him. You know, and I think in the sense of Hainsey, he always, any task we talk about, any thing that we discuss or projects we're working on, he always comes with a hundred percent and he always has so many things to contribute and he's very passionate about his you know, suggestions and his ideas. And, you know, we joke around because he can be stubborn, but I honestly think it's such a great quality because he stands in what he believes in. And I think that that is so impressive. And it can be hard to do, especially when you're working with the team. Yeah. Because it's so easy to conform to what other people are thinking or other people's ideas. And I just always admire that he is very, um, you know, set in his own in his own ways and in his own thoughts and ideas. And so. is confident enough to yeah, just confident stand, enough in to his stand in his tracks. And share yeah. that. And I think that that's just so honestly impressive. Absolutely. Sometimes I joke, I'm like, Peter is the most brutally <laughs> honest person. Like, if you ever really want an opinion about something. No, if you ever really want the truth about something, you fucking ask Peter. And you listen, ask Peter. And even if you don't want to hear it sometimes, it's like he will absolutely say what he feels yes. and what he means and i do just think that that is a really honestly yeah great quality it's very admirable it really is even though sometimes i'm like oh shit like yeah i really like that outfit but peter said he didn't like it yeah. so i guess i can't wear it yeah <laughs> um, um and then just a couple more a couple more things what do you do for self-care share with like oh. the viewers what do you do for self-care it can be anything i do need to do some more self-care sometimes I would say that actually two of my biggest things are the first thing is I have a very specific nightly routine mm. that I really try to practice because for me that's like my time to unwind and relax I always take a shower I always um you know make sure my bed is made and put a candle on and really just like take even just 10 minutes at night mm -hmm. before getting into bed to just like relax and do good things for me. You know, sometimes it's a face mask. Sometimes I use my face roller, like stuff like that just really helps me because sleep is a big thing for me. Um, so just kind of like getting myself in the calmed mindset before bed really is huge. Mm. Um, I would say my other Thing is probably music I um music is so therapeutic for me so you know anytime I am feeling stressed or feeling overwhelmed or sad I will really try to put music on to even for one song that yeah. just like helps to you know helps my mood in whatever way I need it to what's your quickly what's your favorite candle scent and what's your favorite genre of music oh my god no like what is, like what do you like like do you like lavender or like do you like like what okay do you, so what do you I suggest love, for relaxation so, so i i do love lavender and actually i've grown to like lavender more because of you yeah i was gonna say that's my um favorite. i do like some like coconut scents but 
-hmm. It depends because sometimes it can be too sweet. Um, but I do really like coconut scents. Um, and for what was the other question? Music. Like what kind oh, of music? Music. Just so you know, a viewer uh, can maybe what what relaxes you? Like what um, kind of genre honestly, like relaxes you? It's so funny because music. That's like one of the hardest questions. That's like when someone is like, "What's your favorite movie?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like so many different types of music. I honestly am a big country music fan. Mm -hmm. Especially when I want to like relax or just kind of feel good because I feel like it's just a very again m most country songs are more of like an upbeat type um, of music which I honestly like so yeah I would say that and especially in like the winter time just listening to like country music and just thinking of like how nice it is to mm -hmm. be doing that in like the spring in and the summer, summer yeah with like yeah. the windows down and the sun shining that's like my favorite thing ever. So I feel like it makes me think just like happy summery vibes. That's a wonderful answer. I really, I like that. And I think that it's so special that music can make you feel such a way. It's, it's really incredible. Like I, there's some songs that I listen to where I am immediately brought back mm -hmm. to that time in my life, which is really, really good in some ways and really, really bad in some ways. Mm -hmm. But for example, putting the windows down in the car yep. in the summer there's so many country music songs that just remind yeah. me of me and you oh, driving 100%. to driving around the beach area oh and just my God, it's, it's the best. great memory two more questions yep. what advice would you give to yourself at age 15 or just in that age yeah. range you know it's actually younger. funny because that question is so easy for me honestly just to stop comparing yourself to others and stop looking at what other people are doing because at the end of the day, everyone has their own path. Everyone has their own journeys, their own struggles, their own, um, you know, successes. And I think that I used to get so caught up mm -hmm. in what everyone else was doing and what the right path was, which I touched upon, you know, the last podcast. And it's like, I would really just tell myself to just stop giving a shit what other people are doing and just focus on myself. Yeah. Because I think I would have gotten to where I am now a lot quicker Sooner. if I had mm -hmm. done that. That's great advice. I think that that's some of the best advice I've ever gotten is comparison is, there's like some quote, I'm not going to be able to think of it right now, but it's like comparison is. Comparison is the thief of joy, Theodore Roosevelt. There comparison is the thief of joy. Did you just look that up? Yeah. I, I knew, I was like, there's yeah. one quote that really, really, really resonates with Comparison me. Comparison is a thief, thief of joy. joy. It is. And it, it totally is. is. It really it is. It really is. And that is, so, the second that you realize that, it took me, I probably just realized that maybe two years ago. It's going to be a new quote. You know, I love quotes. I love Absolutely. Quotes. Obviously, we were trying to think of Instagram captions yesterday, and I was, like, pulling up the cheesiest quotes on planet Earth. <laughs> However, I love that shit. It's, like, yes. I love it. You, I, was, I was the type of person, she goes into, um, not Walgreens, Marshalls and Home Goods, and would buy, like, all the <laughs> little, like, up. the little, like, oh, things that oh, say, oh, like, happy home, happy... No, I, guys, I literally have 20 of them, and now I'm, like, really trying to purge my room because, like, I hate all the clutter and <laughs> shit. And I'm, like, holy... God, I spent so much so money, much money on all this crap. But it made you happy. It made you happy. Yes. It's it's also the things that you look at every day become who yes. you are. They become what you believe. Hundred percent. It's true. Share with us before you before you depart. Mm -hmm. Share with us one fun fact about yourself, or fun talent, or anything about yourself. So I do have to tell you, this is my least favorite question, along with what my favorite genre of music is and what my favorite <laughs> movie is. My fun fact. <laughs> 
This is a good one. That I was actually, so I went to Silver Hill for a point in time and um, for treatment and for my depression and anxiety. And I was actually in there with a celebrity who, I, I won't say the name, but it was honestly so freaking cool. I didn't ever see her, but she was in there in the next That's um, so crazy. building over. So That's it was honestly cool. kind of a cool experience. So, you know, celebrities also deal with their own shit. That's another wonderful point. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for, for sharing and being so just welcome. a wonderful person. Um, and so I love Shop Hainsey. Shop Hainsey. I am thrilled to introduce you guys, Peter, who I try to get on camera all the time and forced to be in stories, but he's not a huge fan of the camera, which is, is fine, but I am so happy to have him here and so you guys can get some more intel on him and really get to know him for the reasons why I love him and why we all do. So thank you so much for, for agreeing to do this, Pete. Of course, of course. Love you dearly. So we're just gonna start off with the same, you know, really simple questions. Why don't you just tell everybody your role in Hainsey and your title? So I'm creative director, which basically means managing everything creative. So from photo shoots to branding, logo, designing the clothing. Yeah. Everything. And so like, if it's pretty much like in simple words, Peter designs literally everything he designed here for you. I'm pretty sure I told him, Emma and I told him that we wanted to put here for you on sweatshirts and pretty sure the first mock-up was what we use to this day. Yep. So he's extremely gifted and, and talented with just about everything. Peter, he would never say this, but before, practically before, you know, Ever really before anything started, Peter offered, I think you shot me a text or DM me and said, hey, if you ever need any photos, like I'll do it for free. Like he has been a day one. And made a very questionable logo to start. <laughs> the first logo that Peter ever came out with, not that I could ever come out with something better. Very questionable. But it was really, really questionable. We should actually bring that up for like later. We'll maybe we'll, we'll Renny could put like a graphic in it. Um, but anyways, Peter's been with us since day one, and he's offered his services. I um, I owe him arm and a leg, a little arm and a leg, <laughs> for the things that he's done. So he would just never say because he's very humble. Anyways, okay. So this is I'm gonna laugh at you answering this question, but what do you do on a daily basis for us? Kind of tell people like your schedule, like what it kind of looks like, because you have 500 other jobs too. Well, yeah. So I'm a freelancer for basically anything creative. So I'm always running around doing a thousand things for a thousand different people. Um, but basically, just like creating graphics, figuring out the next line we're gonna drop, um, maintaining the website, kind of just. If anything needs to be designed or always thinking the future, th trying to think ahead, kind of all over the place, random things every day, but I love mm -hmm. that. I don't like doing the same thing every day, so it's always fun. Always entertaining, kind of like what Emma said. And Peter is is the one who's very, or he's very organized as well, so a lot of the times like he'll make Excel sheets. You know, you'll say, Ellie, these are, like I, I never even ask him to do these things, and he'll just send me, Ellie, these are all the events we did in 2022. This is how much money we made. So we're never doing this event again. All the events highlighted in red are the ones we're not doing again. Like you're just that's I'm a numbers like, guy. You're, he's a numbers guy, exactly. And you've you've always been like that since um since the beginning. So it's been extremely helpful. He's been extremely helpful in a lot of different aspects of of the brand. What would you say your favorite part is about about being on the team? Uh, probably just working with friends. I mean, I've known Emma since elementary school. We were never like best friends or anything, but 
pretty sure we had like first first grade we had a class together. Did you have? Oh. Um, I and then Ellie and I became friends in high school and then freshman so year. Just, yeah, like freshman oh. year. Um so Art it's class. just it's just fun to be working with friends and not having to be like stuck in like a corporate job or like working with people that you're just like forced to work with. Like we've all kind of chosen to work with each other. So it's always it's always fun and entertaining. Oh, I love that. And something that Rennie actually said that I'll never forget is I feel like, you know, a lot of like a stereotypical thing is, oh, you should never do business with friends. You should never, you know, and, you know, it can be dangerous doing business with friends, whatever, which is in some cases absolutely the case. And again, this is just my opinion. And Rennie actually shared this with me. Something that I'll never forget is she told me it's actually I think it's an incredible thing working with friends because you're never going to screw each other like you're never going to screw each other over. And at the end of the day, if, for example, like Peter and I had an argument, which we have, we have arguments all the time. All of us have arguments all the time, but they're healthy arguments. And at the end of the day, it's like, Peter, with all due respect, I don't agree with that point, but maybe let's look at something else. You know, let's maybe, you know, instead of turning behind Peter's back and saying, oh, like, screw him. Like, he's so annoying to work with. Like, we're so comfortable with each other that we say, I really don't agree with that. I respect your opinion, but I don't agree with that. And... For example, if Peter had a problem with something that I was doing, he respects me enough and loves me as much as a person that he comes to me and says, Ellie, I really like don't agree with this. I really think we should do this. I don't like how you're doing this, whatever. Like, because you care. Like you, it isn't just like a paycheck. Like this isn't like, you know, it's, it's, it's so much more than that. And I think mm -hmm. that Renny explained that to me one day and I was like, that is so true. It's so true, and it's like. But if you don't have tough skin, do not work with friends. If you don't have tough skin, don't work with friends. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You cannot. And I think that that's you know, that's a really really good piece of advice as well. If you can't stand on your own ground, probably working with friends isn't isn't for you. No. It really isn't. But we are very lucky that we are. Every time we have a meeting, all of us, it's all, everything's out on the table. Everything's out on the table, which can be very, you know, there's times that like all of our feelings get hurt because people don't agree with our idea or whatever. But at the end of the day, the honesty and the transparency is what gets us to the next level and allows us to trust each other because we're not hiding anything. We're not talking smack. Like this is it. This is, we're here because we all believe in this company. We believe in each other and we believe in, you know, the future. So that's um, that's a great. I'm so glad that you brought we that up. We might leave the table hating each other we're for a minute it. after a but five then, five hour meeting. But, then but the we, next day we're good. The next day we're we're, we're laughing and enjoying us. But that's the only way that um, <coughs> that we we can do it. So uh, I love it. So Peter, kind of going along with that, what is a vision that you have for Hainsey? It mean, can be something like tomorrow or like in five years, whatever. I mean, I just Actually, con having it continue to grow. Um, I mean, one day hopefully be a global lifestyle brand with a community behind it and actually doing something to help people and that it's worth time. Um, but yeah, just kind of keep shrugging along. Love that. And this, uh, obviously this kind of, the, my next question goes along with that, but what do you see Hainsey being in five years? I think a lot of people always ask that question to us. Oh, do you guys see yourself, you know, traveling around? Like, where do you kind of see us, you know, even location wise? Like, where do you see, or just anything about five years? What do you, what do you think? I mean, dream, we'd be a household name brand and we'd be starting to venture more into the like nonprofit or mm -hmm. like more mm -hmm. into like actually have building a stronger community and actually taking some of the money or the recognition and using it to actually help people. Um, 
feel a little less alone and let everyone know that you're here for each other. Incredible. That's my dream too, Pete. And we will. We will accomplish that. We already are making people feel less alone. But I love that answer, Peter. Thank you. And then now on the personal note, <laughs> what do you struggle with on a daily basis? Um, anxiety, depression. I tend to stress myself out a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm a very stressed out person. What do you think stress, and obviously don't answer whatever, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with, but what do you think stress comes a lot from work mostly, would you say? Like on a daily basis or just a little bit of everything? Like yes work, but I think it's more because I put the stress on myself. You're very hard on yourself. And being, basically working for yourself, I mean, you can always be doing something at every hour of the day, you can always be doing more, so. Mm -hmm. so. I think it's more like the anxiety, like internally, I put stress on myself. On yourself. I think that, that totally makes sense. I, I, you know I struggle with that. Sometimes Peter and I will be working at emailing each other back and forth at 2 a.m. <laughs> so I, I, yes, I think you do put a lot of pressure on yourself and that's probably leads to a lot of stress. And I think that that's normal for self-employed people as well. And I think we're, we're learning the ropes of that. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's very real and extremely makes, makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Would you say you struggle with anxiety, depression, and stress for most of your life or more into like adulthood? Stress is definitely more of like an adulthood thing. Um, the anxiety, anxiety awful in high school, then kind of led to depression. Yep. Um, but it kind of, kind of, they all take turns. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always says the trusty, I'm literally always says, oh, my depression's kicking in with its trusty steed, trusty steed side, sidekick anxiety. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that made me think of it, but um, yes, absolutely. They kind of, you know, flip-flop and, and whatnot. But, but the, so the, always the kind stress of, has been more of a... Adulthood. Adulthood thing. Makes sense. Where like anxiety and that led to like kind of depression was more like always had kind of thing, you know? Right, interesting, cool. The next part, oh, you have to say uh, your favorite quality about me. <laughs> oh, about you. Ellie is a very personal person. She can connect with anyone, can have a conversation with anyone about anything, which I think is a very impressive skill. Um, she can make people feel, feel very comfortable and welcomed, which many people don't have that skill. It's just, just something you're like born with. Um, but you really can talk to anyone about anything for hours, and it's quite impressive. Aw, Peter, that is so sweet. Thank you, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I um, I do love that quality about myself as well, so thank you. Which for... definitely has helped with the business too. So I think you're, you're a key, key part of it. Thanks, Pete, that means a lot. Very sweet, I appreciate that. I would say you're a very focused person how do you keep, how do you throughout the days and like weekends, like throughout, you know, being self-employed and working with your freelancer, you work, you know, a lot with us. Like, how do you keep focus? Like, how do you not burn out? I, I never thought I would be doing freelance. I always picture myself going normal college, um, graduate, go corporate, nine to five, sit at your desk for the rest of your life, retire at 65, never really put much energy into it kind of thing. But that's not how the path I took. Mm -hmm. So, and so like, I am very passionate in what I do. So that's definitely a driver. Mm -hmm. I am an extremely lazy person. I would love to lay in bed all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that. Especially, oh, because, especially like being employed for yourself. So I just, I'd make to-do lists every day. Uh -huh. um, 
I think actually part of jumping around and working with different people in one second, a photo shoot, the next thing, designing something for someone keeps me more focused and motivated because it's, it's a mix up. You get excited about one thing. You can put something that you're not too excited about on hold. If I was just like nine to five, kind of like here's your tasks every day, I don't think I would be as focused actually. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. I love, I love that. Big, big to-do to list so, kind of guy. So I was going to ask you what, if you don't mind sharing with the audience, what do you use for a to-do list? Do you write down handwritten to-do list or do you do Google? What, what do you do? Handwritten because I like crossing it off when I do it. It's such a it's satisfying like, It's a feeling. satisfying thing to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, cross yeah. them all off. Right, um, right. Okay, so that's like a great hack. I use like a little, little like calendar journal. So like I write like, say if I have a photo shoot, like I'll write that in. Mm -hmm. But then there's like room where like every morning I'll just write like, oh, like email Ellie. Yep. Edit photos kind of thing. Like so I create it just like daily every morning. That's a great tip. And there are things that keep getting pushed to the next day, but. <laughs> but that's, that's normal. That's, that's happens. And I think that. Um, you know, just doing consistent, I, I assume that you do this most days. You mostly update, update it every day. That's what it seems like. And, you know, who cares if a couple things get pushed the next day? You just, you restart. Like, every day's a new yep. day. And you say, oh, didn't do that yesterday. Going to do it today. If I don't get to it today, I'll do it the next day. Mm -hmm. Obviously, some things have bigger priorities versus, you know, um, some others that are not as, as, you know, top, top priority. Actually, I'm I'm curious. I'm actually really curious about this. How do you differentiate between top priorities and not like what are you like? How do you how do you make things top priority versus not? Is that a um, challenge for you? I never really thought about that, but it's a challenge. I don't know. I kind of do a mix, like because like there's a lot of like not priority things that are very simple to do, like takes 10, 15 minutes. So like. I like to do a few of those so that it mm -hmm. looks like like you're like, okay, I actually did something today. Yep. And then you can like jump to like something that's a priority. I am also someone who pro procrastinates a lot uh -huh. and the pressure helps me. So like when something needs to get done and it needs to get done tomorrow, the pressure just really keeps me focused. And I'm like, if I have to stay up all night to get this done, I have to stay up I'll all do night it. To, yeah. to just have to get it done kind of thing. So you kind of work on like a pressure basis too. Yes. That's, that's me as well. I think that um, I asked you that question because I... Which definitely would not recommend for everyone. It's probably not the best way to do things, but... Right, right. How my brain works. And me, me as well. And that, that, that definitely contributes to stress, too, with, yeah. with pressure. But um, I asked about the priorities because sometimes I personally struggle with that. Like, I'll, you know, be like, oh, my God, I, I have so much to do today. Like, what... What do I even start with? Like, where do I even start? Like, this is priority, but this is priority, this is priority. And I think something I would I would recommend is just like do something. Like you said, do something that takes 10 minutes. Go to the bank, the, order those things that you needed to order. Like, Respond that email. One that, email. Uh, like all you have to do is like say yes. Right, like, exactly. Thing, you know? I think that is Pay such that good advice. Bill. Pay the online bill. Take five minutes, but it's one thing you can cross mm -hmm. off. Like, wh if you can't feel like you, if you feel like you can't prioritize, just do do something. Do a ten minute task. Mm -hmm. I love that advice. I think that's really, really because it's easy to get overwhelmed and it's easy yeah. to to say, oh my god, like this is so much, this is so much more important. Why am I not doing this? Like, why am I not doing that? Blah blah blah. Two hours later, yeah. you're sitting in a freaking spiral. But that's also why I like writing them down because then you see yes. like, the list gets smaller yes. as you cross things off. Absolutely. It's like, it's like a, um, it's a mental hack. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh, I did that. I feel, you know, I feel good. It's great advice. What is, um, Peter, a personal dream of yours? Um, Nothing to do with business at all. Travel. Haven't really, 
had the opportunity to travel much, and I want to see the world and explore, and then also own a farm one day. Would you like, wait, so what would your ideal farm look like? Tell, the, tell up, them what you do, up Tim. In, so I used to work at a farm for eight or nine years. Mm -hmm. um, started when I was 16, did everything from harvest, it was an apple orchard, so harvesting apples to cash register, worked my way all the way up to social media manager, manager of the storefront. But I just kind of fell in love with the whole farming, being outside, working with your hands. So one day, hopefully in, in New England, maybe like Maine, Vermont, have a nice little farm and just live there for the rest of my life. That's amazing. That's so you. <laughs> Probably so apple you. orchard. Apple orchard. Would you have animals on the farm? Yeah. Not too many, but like, yeah, probably some chickens, some goats, maybe highland cattle. They're cute. What the hell is a highland cattle? They're like the, they're the cows that are really hairy. They kind of have like the bangs in front with the horns. So Look at his face. <laughs> Wait, like, are they, do they have a stripe in the middle? No, they're usually like all like almost like tan beigey kind of color with like long hair. Wait, I want one. That's so sweet. They have like long horns and little... Let me say, oh, those are so cute. Yeah. Oh. We'll throw a picture up. I was going to say, insert, insert picture. Insert. Um, so, oh, that's, that's awesome. I can see you. I can really see you doing But no, that. like, no, like, livestock to, like, eat. Mm-hmm. I can't. Just for, like, milk and stuff? Yeah, and, like, eggs. I couldn't kill my own animals. Yeah, me either. No. I could never. I love animals. You don't, I don't really think that you, like, would you say you like, an, you're an animal person, though? Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with them, but, like, I like animals. Okay, if you could have one animal, like, live in your house, what would it be? I mean, normal answer, dog. If it wasn't a dog, a pig. <laughs> pig pigs are incredibly intelligent animals, and they're actually super clean. Wait, that's so... Really? The, the only reason they roll out roll in mud is because they don't have sweat glands. So they need to cool off. Like, see, this is a, this defines Peter's, like, he knows all these, like, random things. Like, he knows, like, all these, like, random facts. You said something else this morning. I was like, how the heck do you know that? Wait, I don't understand. They don't have sweat glands, so they can't sweat? So they roll in mud? To cool off, to yeah. Cool. That's so interesting. But what if, like, what if a pig lives, a, so they can't live inside? They have to live outside? I mean, you see, like, those house pigs, people. Yeah. I wouldn't have it live, really living in the house, but... That's so interesting. Pigs are cute. Um, okay, cool. And then that's that was really cool to hear your your traveling dreams. I know that um, you've always wanted to travel around, and um, I can also see you, you know, renting a van or, yeah, or maybe van life. Or doing that, day. yeah, that would be really cool. Um, after we we make it big, yes, we'll be making Hainsy on wheels. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so, Hainsy, a giant RV, just, just driving around in a Hainsy truck. <laughs> that would be so cool. We've talked about that. Um, okay, and then last question is, what is a fun fact um, or fun talent that you have? Well, playing off of the whole farm thing, everyone finds it funny that I can tell any variety of apple just by looking at it. That's awesome. Um, which I think is kind of a weird thing to do, be able to do. That's but, so cool. Yeah. What, um, what's your Which favorite they, 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 apple? They put them in supermarkets, they put them in the wrong name. No, they times. don't. A lot of times they get very confused and they put them in the wrong, they title it the wrong name. What? <laughs> That's so crazy. Like a Macintosh and a Macoon, they always mix them up. A Macoon, I love that name. That's so interesting. Wait, so, so what's your, what's your favorite apple? If you had to choose one, like just um, to eat raw. Honeycrisp. Oh yeah, that's really good. Or an autumn gala. 
Ooh. Not a red gala. Red galas come earlier in the year, and they're not as juicy. But autumn galas come later. Mr. Apple. Yeah. That's, that is a very <laughs> cool fact. I'm not going to lie. That is very cool. Like, you could literally tell every single apple without even smelling it. Yeah. I mean, most. That's so cool. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for being on, Peter. I know that of course. Um, the audience is, is so happy to finally, you know, tap into you a little bit. So thank you for being yeah. so open. Usually, and usually behind the camera. <laughs> usually behind the camera. But um, he's doing more than anything. So more than a, he's just wonderful. I cannot say enough good words about you. And um, thank you so much for opening up and being here. Love you. Mwah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am so. I'm trying to find another word than than excited because I always say that I'm elated. so elated. Elated? Yeah. Elated. Yeah, I, I love that word. Elated. Elated. <laughs> to um, have Rennie on, and I feel like a lot of our listeners and our customers see you a lot on our page because um, you're so outgoing and so amazing with social media but I, I really feel like we haven't sat down and you know talked that much on camera yeah. so I'm really excited for people to actually hear about your life a little bit and what you do on the daily basis and how you've helped us grow and how also you are just like an amazing person as well so I'm just I'm really I'm really looking forward to this so why don't you um go ahead and tell everybody what your role is um in Hainsey and what your title is, how, whatever you want to say. So tell them. I am the lead content creator for Hainsey and um, the second of two incredible photographers that do most of our work. Obviously, we collaborate with other people and, um, you know, other photographers who lend their experience and their skill set to us. But for the most part, it's really me and Pete who are capturing the moments for Hainsey. So I do a lot of the social media work mm -hmm. and, um, you know, strategizing on how to move forward with that. Um, and also just like a lot of our lifestyle shoots. And I think it's so cool how you and Peter have such a different, I don't know, sty style is what you would say? Yeah, definitely. And I just, I'm so like lucky to have both of you part of this because Peter provides, you know, something so incredibly different than what you do and you guys work so well together. And it's just really cool to see everybody connecting on a personal level, but also a business level too. Like you, you guys highlight each other and also it's, it's just really cool. I think that if we were all the same and if we all agreed on everything and did the same things, it wouldn't be half the brand that it was. It, it is today. So no, seriously. And I feel like because me and Peter are the main photographers, we don't get to see each other a lot, mm -hmm. but when we do, it's so much fun. Like sometimes I'll model for the studio shoot, you know, Peter's energy is just amazing. So I'm so glad to be like, you know, kind of his other half in that, in that regard. We're, we're so lucky. And it's even just times like today when we're all recording today and we all get to be together. It's so, it's not as common as, as you know, we would like. And yeah. um, it's just really, it makes those moments even more special. So definitely we're, we're very lucky. So how do you, <laughs> I'm so interested on how everybody answers this question. How would you describe what you do on a daily basis for Hainsey? I know that you can also get into you. You have a lot of other clients and stuff, but tell us what your what your day to day looks like. 
So my day-to-day basically looks like um, kind of the same thing on what Peter said is just like looking forward to the future. So depending on what Peter has in store and what you guys have chosen for like the next launch, a special new item, like the tote bag. So exactly that, right? We're gearing up for a new valentine's day piece so within this past couple of weeks i've been thinking like okay what can i do with our already valentine's day e um product so our love hard line i've been doing a lot of like one-off shoots with different models um just to help kind of push us into like a pinky airy vibe yep, bringing on the feed and then yeah yeah so bringing things that we've shot before and have never posted yeah everything like that so editing photos creating posts a lot of the graphics you see um i'll take what peter has already given us with like the type and font and if something needs to be made like our new year's letter that ellie wrote like things like that i'll just mock that up real quick for us so you know, um, out in the field, but mostly just like editing. And, you know, we have our bi-weekly, bi-weekly in the dictionary means twice, twice a, a week. week. <laughs> no, but also twice a month. I looked it up. It means both. So I don't, I don't know. I, I would say our bi-weekly meeting. What do you got? Have you guys thought of that? Bi-weekly? Right. But That's so it weird. also means twice a week. That's so weird. Bi-weekly, adjective, done, produced, or occurring every two weeks or twice a week. Wait, how does one word mean two to, that literally doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, I don't know. Is that not weird to you guys? This is coming straight from, from definitions from Oxford languages. Yeah, I'm so confused. But we have a bi-weekly strategy meeting for what's happening, so <laughs> you know, to come. So, yeah. So two things I, I want to touch upon from what you just said, actually, is... Um, number one, how well you work with other people. Something that I've always thought was so wonderful you just work you you work so well with other people like you for example you take peter's designs and you make a video out of it or you make a another graphic out of it like you take people you're so talented in obviously creating your own ideas but also working with so many other ideas and you know me obviously everybody knows like i'm all over the place i'm changing my ideas all the time and you're just so go with the flow and able to pick up something so fast and able to it's a, it's a real talent. It's a, it's a real talent. How well you're just able to merge your ideas with Emma's ideas or with Peter's ideas or with my ideas. It's just, it's, a, it's really incredibly like unique. I, I think. think what I do for you as a client and also every other client I have is I want to just aid in the voice that has already been created. I don't want to take away. So I do different projects on the side to release my creative outlet, but I really want to continue with what you've already established and only making that better. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sway the way Hainsey is perceived because I see it a certain way. I just kind of want to add value to what's already there. And I think you you do extremely well. This just goes along with it's kind of what you were saying before, but you you know want to amplify what we're doing, and you are just you you know when to step in. And for example, the um, Fairfield University speech that. <clears throat> we put on when was that in October? I think that was October. Was that October? 
it was a really, really big deal for us. And it was one of the most exciting events that we've ever prepared for. And I'm pretty sure a couple days before you either called me or texted me and we're like, wait, why do we not have somebody videotaping this? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Like I didn't even go, like didn't even go through my head. So you're always just thinking about the next thing, the future and how we can be like, obviously I was going to do the speech regardless, even if it wasn't videotaped, but right. now we use that videotape as a podcast episode. We use that videotape to send to schools to show how, um, you know, I talk about my mental health story and how I created my business and how, um, we use that video for so many different things. And it was because it wouldn't have happened if, if you didn't have that idea. Yeah. And so um, just like highlighting our strengths and um, it's just something that you're, you're, you're wonderful at. So and I think that's like what is so great about having a team is that like you're, you know, you're doing so much as the owner, the founder, the face. Emma's doing so much as your right hand, um, you know, managing all the admin work and everything that goes more into like the day to day on just how things like the processes um, you know, Peter is looking ahead. He's doing the designs. He's, you know, capturing the photos for the website. He's, you know, going on the website. So it's like, I understand my role because you guys are so focused on your stuff that it's like, okay, she might have not thought of this. And even if she did, let me just bring it up anyways. It's spot on. We all have like very unique talents. And I think that you are able to see that very clearly, which is, which is a gift. Um, and not to forget about RJ, who's going to hate speaking <laughs> on this, on this podcast, but he is, we'll get into him, but he's the reason why I started. He's kind of like our anchor. He's our anchor. That's, that's, that's exactly how to describe it. The man, the, the myth, the legend. The myth, the legend. He is a character, but he's the reason why um, we're all sitting here. So talk about does not want to be on camera. Woo! Uh, but he's wonderful. So anyways, um, thank you so much for, for sharing that, Ren. And then, so what would you say is your favorite part about um, being a part, of, a part of the team? I don't want to steal everyone's answer, but just working with people that you genuinely love. Like, I genuinely love all of you guys, and it makes working together so easy. Point blank. Like, yeah, that's, it's, period. It's, um, we even talked about it today, like, how we are so lucky that our circle is love and respect and Every single person, of course, there's going to be, like, we have disagreements all the time, but at the end of the day, it's all rooted in love. It's all rooted in compassion. It's all literally, like, centered around because we care about each other. And it's so um, unique to have a circle like that because I believe that a lot of people do not live in a circle like that. And we're just, we're extremely lucky to to have that. And there's there's really not much that can even be, like, you can't top that. Yeah. You just can't. Like, I literally got goosebumps for saying that because it's, like, how lucky we are to be literally working every single day around people that we trust, we love, and that we care for. It's, like, it's a dream. It really is. So um, what interests you the most about being part of the team? Like, what is... Even, you know, I know, like, a lot of the times you are, like you said before, you see... Like, you don't want to overstep and you don't want to, um, you know, you want to highlight my beliefs. But what are some of, like, your real beliefs or interests in, in Hainsey, like, coming from, from Rennie Hunter? I think I've always been, like, an advocate for mental health. So it's really easy to come onto a team where I've 
I already am in support of everything, like the the main message, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know, I don't, yeah, the, this podcast, so I have my own podcast and that's kind of why we were like, oh, I can also produce this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I shared this on the episode where you are a guest on my podcast, but I don't think our podcast knows. So I actually met Ellie at an event where we were two speakers Mm -hmm. um, at a speaking engagement. And a week later, we had coffee. And I think a few days after that, Mm -hmm. I asked if you wanted to work together. Yeah, yeah. Um, So to have someone believe in me so early on, Mm -hmm. it was just like, it was symbiotic. It was just like, all right, we had worked together for a couple of months on Give Yourself Grace, which was, you know, the RH Collective collab with Hainsey. And once we were done, it was kind of like, okay. And then you were like, so can we keep working together? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I would love that. Um, so, I mean, it started off so organically and... It really did. It really did. That's the best way to describe it, honestly. Super Um, organic. It was just, like, kind of a duh moment. It was a duh moment. It it really was. Ever, ever since every single person that is on, is on the team, RJ, Rennie, Peter, Emma, and our interns, every single person that we've worked with who's been, like, a significant part Mm -hmm. of the team, ever, it's, it's a feeling that... I have, and I think we all have, it's just a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there's no questions asked that we're going to be working like this, you know, this just feels so right. So shout out to Mavie Wavy and Emma D. Yes. And Sophia. Oh my and goodness. Sophia. I, I didn't get to work with her. That's cool. You didn't get That's to work. Yeah. yeah. Summer, but we are <laughs> but. so lucky with, for all the people we, real, like I really are like so freaking lucky. It's like unbelievable. They're all hustlers. Like, yeah, I love that, and I love that you you shared some of your your own interests in that. It's it's been organic since the beginning. It really has, and that's not even cheesy. Like it's it's just true. It's yeah. true. It's it's how it's always been, and how it always um, how it always will be, and that's just not even a doubt. Same with every single person that we work with. So, kind of going off that a little bit, what do you where do you see Hainsey being in five years? I see Hainsey just like times ten. So like whatever we're doing right now times 10 so like providing resources your speaking engagements i'm seeing it everywhere like like peter said globally like worldwide just i don't see how this wouldn't reach every corner of the world like why not i don't see why and you know possibly a storefront like a flagship store where people can meet you they can meet the team they can feel and touch the clothes in person and it's just an experience for me personally i know people say like malls are dying and Mm -hmm. store shopping is dying but to me like I love to shop in store. Once I know what I like from a brand, I'm confident enough to like order online. Buy online or whatever, right. But for the most part, <laughs> I feel like a store is needed at some point. Well, thank Renny, thank you so much for sharing so much business intel with us and just something that will I will always I will always admire you for is your passion, your beliefs. If if I am ever feeling down about something or I am questioning something, you are the person that I want to be around because you are always like, you know, we're gonna, like you just said, like, I don't know why, like, why would we fail? Like, we're not going to fail because we're never going to give up and we're going to make it. And this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to get there. What's the problem? There's, there's an obstacle. We're facing it. 
Yep. You, and that will be, is one of my favorite, I'm literally getting goosebumps because it's, it's so, it's inspiring to be around you um, within every aspect because of a million different things. But that is one of my favorite, favorite things about you is just the belief and, and the, the like, we're going to make it. There's, yeah. there's never a doubt that we're not going to make and it. I just truly believe like if you set that intention and you believe it, then others will believe it in turn. And then you're unstoppable at that point. I know it sounds like very woo woo, nope. but like believe it, you can see it, you know, you can feel it and you can do it truly. One of, one of my favorite things that Emma says too is what Emma said this morning too, is just, we're never going to give up. Mm-hmm. Like we're just never right. Emma, you always say that mm-hmm. we're just never going to give up. Yeah. That's just what it is. So now I'm just going to ask you a couple personal questions. Again, I feel like I'm, I'm really excited about this part because a lot of our viewers don't know you too much personally. Yeah. They know a lot about what you do for, you know, behind the scenes with the story of the brand and how much you care about the brand and how talented you are. But personal is, is really, really um, happy Relative. to get to know you personal. Yeah, yeah. it's lacking. Exactly. So what do you struggle with on a daily basis? So, um, if you're talking about like diagnosis wise, um, from a very young age, I struggled, you know, with anxiety, clinical depression and OCD tendencies due to PTSD. In my teen years, I was in and out of the hospital for suicide attempts, which I no longer deal with now, but that was definitely a really rough point for me Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me asking, was there something that caused suicide attempts or was it more of like you were just dealing with, you know, mental health issues that you that you were born with? Again, don't, you don't have to share anything you're not comfortable with, but how did it kind of get to that point, if you don't mind sharing? So I've always had like a pretty rough childhood. Obviously, you know, there's people out there who have seen worse and dealt with worse than I than I have. Um... But for me personally, it was evident that I was struggling with more than anyone else around me in terms of like friends. You know, I grew up with a single mom. Mm -hmm. I, you know, didn't know my dad for most of my life. And so that's really hard for a kid. Mom's doing all that she can, but you know, you're only one person. And without that support of the other parent, it's really hard. Then I moved from New York to Connecticut, which was also hard for me. Mm -hmm. New York was, and still is definitely my home. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a lot more diverse there. Like, my, my friend group was filled with all colors of all people, Asians, Hispanics, like everything. So I, I never f- really felt out of the mix being half black and half Asian. Whereas when I came here, I was definitely like a fly in the milk of sorts, like especially because I was in honors classes and things like that. And it sucks that like there's not more brown kids in those classes, but I would be one to mm-hmm. two brown kids in my classes. So even if I was friends with people who looked like me, I didn't hang out with them all day because they weren't actually in my classes. So just a lot of like hardship there. And then, of course. you know, just like my mental health, like yeah. it, it's always been something I struggle with, even like in times like today where everything is like seemingly good in my life. Um, it's mm-hmm. something I still definitely struggle with. I just think it's one of those things where it's like, I will continue to find really great ways to cope with it, but I don't think there's like a cure necessarily. Um, I think it's just genetic and something I'll deal with to some degree. Whereas like my environment will definitely exacerbate that if it's not good for me, you know? 
I am so, thank you for sharing, first of all. And thank you for also bringing up that point that is so important, I believe is sometimes, so many points that you brought up, but I'm gonna try to channel it. So is one, the environment is, is a really big factor of mental health. And I think that would you have had mental health issues if your environment was was wonderful growing up? Yes, because you're probably just born with it, right? Like yep. you probably just are somebody who struggles with mental health. But your environment definitely exacerbated exacerbated, is exacerbated, that the word? exacerbated yeah. it in a way that, you know, it it was brought out a little bit stronger, mm-hmm. especially when you were growing up. You were going you were moving, you had, you know, your mom was raising you by herself. I mean, all those things. But so I think that's a really, really um Incredible point that you touch on that environment really does have a very, very, very huge, huge role. role. But also the other point that I think you you brought up, and I don't even know if you meant to do this, but it's so it's so important too, is sometimes, you know, you just you just are dealing with stuff because you're dealing with stuff. It doesn't mean anything has to happen. It, life's great right now. You have a lot of business, you have I'm speaking for you, but like yeah. I know you, you know, you have a lot of business, you're like everything's going well, you have whatever, like great friends or whatever, everything's going great, but you still don't feel great. Yeah. And that is something that happens to everybody, I think, and something that is really not normalized either. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to um, sit with that. Sometimes, for example, like uh, the other day, I I was like, my life is so great, but I feel like, why am I so sad today? Like, why am I so angry today? And I did like a little story on that the other day because... I'm a human. You're yeah. human. And dealing with mental health is something that I will always have to deal with for the rest of my life. And instead of beating yourself up about, oh my God, my life is so great. I should be, be feeling great. No, my life is great, but I don't feel 100% sometimes. Yeah. And that's totally fine. That's the beauty of being a human and being real. Exactly. And like living through all of it. An environment is where you live, but it's also the climate you live in. So, like, we live in Connecticut where it gets really cold, really clammy, really gross, like, dark, dark. Like, if you notice the difference in light from episode four to episode five, like, it's a dreary (laughs) ass day today. Like, it's, it's sad. But again, like, going back, circling back to, like, we get to work with our friends, like, it makes it that much better, you know, like, on a rainy day, like, I might have just stayed home, worked from home, might have not been too motivated, Mm -hmm. you know, but I got up because we had a podcast recording, and that's my job, and, like, I still can't believe that, you know? Beautiful point, and um, weather is something that is also, I always try to talk about, because I think it, it is so, um, it's so normal to feel really, really different when the weather is is sunny versus when it's rainy. I feel like a different person yeah. when it's sunny out and when it's then when it's rainy. And I think that something that it's it's I will struggle with for the rest of my life, but it is very important to talk about it because feeling a less alone with that, like knowing that you struggle on a rainy day makes me feel so connected to you yeah. when we're working together on a rainy day exactly. because we need each other even more. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, thank you for thank you for sharing that, of and thank course. you for being so vulnerable. Um, and so now, okay, wait, you're assigned to Emma, so I'm so excited for what you're about to say. Emma's behind the camera, like, mm, what you about to say? Um, what would you say are some of your favorite qualities about Emma, or one favorite quality, or any anything about Emma that you love? Emma's fucking hilarious. <laughs> 
I am constantly no. laughing. No, no, no. There's like no, no words. No. With how funny Emma is, like I am constantly almost on the verge of peeing my own pants because soiling, soiling my slacks, if you will. Yes, yes. Um, tinkling in my trousers. <laughs> She's so funny, guys. Like, I don't even know. No, it makes no sense. How funny she is. I can't even see her, but, like, I can feel her right now. Anyway. She's one of those people that doesn't even try to be no. funny. She doesn't even try to be funny. She does it. It's, it's, actually, it's actually, like, crazy. She just does it. Um, so, just she's hilarious. And the other thing about Emma, which I don't know if I've ever said to her before, but she has this mama bear nature about her that like I feel I don't know it's just like I feel like I'm always taking care of when I'm with Emma and like I don't think she's ever like done anything outright that made me feel that way like I she just has it's her aura Mm -hmm. um and I feel like some women have more maternal energy oozing out of them before they have kids than most um and Emma's definitely one of those people where I just feel like she is you know, she's going to be a great mom and she takes care of all of her friends. Like they're her kids, like, and she takes care of us. And just like, you know, the way she handles Hainsey, like I wrote down, like has everything under control. Mama bear nature. That's how I describe her. Uh, mic drop. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have said it better. And it's, it's something that, um, Emma is, uh, there's like no words when, when I come up to d- describe Emma, but she is talk about comfort in a person. That's Emma. It's just yeah. comfort, comfort through uh, everything and anything. Emma is a, an angel sent from above. She really is. And she's, um, one of the best people I know, uh, honestly. And it's, she's just incredible. And just, you feel so connected to her when you're in the room and you feel like you said, there's not even been a specific thing where, for example, like, you know, you broke your arm and she took you to the hospital, like a mom would do or whatever. Like it's just, it's just her presence. It's her, it's It's her her presence. It really is. It's, it's special. And she, well, obviously like I'm always running late and stuff and she, she'll always say, you know, Ellie, like, come on like get your ass up like you know like you're you've been brushing your teeth for five minutes like let's go she's always keeping me on track and she's always keeping us organized and she's just she's a mother figure yeah and is um the backbone she's the freaking backbone our mother she is um our motherhood she absolutely is okay so now um i'm so this is gonna you're a great person to answer this question because you Obviously, nobody's perfect, but I do feel like you have a lot of self-care practices. Would you like to, can you please share with us some self-care practices that you do? I feel like everyone has, like, the bubble bath and the face mask and all of that covered. That's all out there already, so I feel like it'll be redundant to say that. My self-care is always just my time alone with my dogs. Like there was one day in the summer where I was at the dog park and I was reading a book and reading makes me really tired. I don't know if it's the same with you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I was reading and I was like, I think I just want to take a nap. And the dogs and I were at the dog park and I literally just took a nap at the dog park. Like and, on the bench? 
No, no, I'm, I had my jacket. I put my jacket out. I laid on my jacket. Incredible. I woke up to like people, <laughs> people probably thinking I'm like a, like a strung out junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I, there is no peace like the peace that I feel when I'm just alone with my dogs and I don't have to like look at my phone or anything like that. Like whether we're on a hike, whether we're in bed cuddling, whether we're at the dog park, just chilling out. Like that is like my recharge time. That's your time. Yeah, fully. That's such a, that's, thank you for not giving like a, and again, not that the face mask and both. No, I love it. Answer, right. It's yeah. Answer, but, um, I think that's, that's just, thank you for, for bringing that up. And I think that, I just, I love what you said. Peace like no other. Like a peace, like there's obviously like when, when you're with friends, there's peace. When you're with family, there's peace. But being alone with your dogs, your soulmates, mm -hmm. if, Literally. if I may, are, it's just a different feeling. And I think that that is proof that animals can be best friends. Oh my God. They can be your best friends and they can be just like such a positive they can bring you I don't that know if, like it's clairvoyant is the word. It probably isn't, but like the way they are able to absorb mm -hmm. your bad energy and only give good out. Like a, a dog is never malicious unless it's being threatened. So like they truly are the definition of unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Like all you need to do is feed them and treat them well. Like and they will give you everything. Even if you give the bare minimum, they will give you any everything. Like. There's literally over my fence, um, there's a German shepherd who's outside all day, every day. I feel so bad for him. My landlord was like, oh, he'll, he'll bite your hand off. Like, don't, don't touch him. And, and I literally pet this dog every day and he shivers like as if he like, that's all he's ever wanted is just love. And he's barking not because he's malicious. He wants people to pay attention to him. He's in the backyard all day long snow rain like hot as all hell um so if i ever have like an extra steak bone or like something i'll sneak it over and i'll i'll give them like love just because they are the most precious beings we don't deserve them truly wow we don't we really don't we have to insert a picture of, of oh um, obviously. obviously not even doubt and they're just they really are special animals. I, I'm a huge, you know me, I'm a huge animal lover, and your dogs are, they're, they're, they're literally people. Like, yeah, they're no, literally people. They're, they're fully people. Like, they are just, uh, just the presence of them makes me feel so happy. Yeah. And um, just so, yeah, just, they're, they're really special. You I, can, I, you can peep them in episode four. People, I was going to say, what do we call them, the fur turns? The yeah, fur turns! They're, they're really, they are incredible beings. They, they just are. And it's, they bring out the best in you too. They bring out the best in you. And it's, yeah, it's really special. What is a personal dream of yours? Like nothing to do with biz. Obviously, if you want it to connect to business, great. But just a personal dream in, in, in your life. Um, so it does have to do with business. <laughs> great, great. My whole life. I you think that it has yeah. to do, you know. Um, my whole life revolves around, you know, making money from things that I love and truly believe in because I just, like, why not? Like, if I have a dream and there's money to be made there and a profit can be, you know, cut from helping people, I think, you know, why not do it? So 
I, growing up, um, attended a lot of, like, after-school programs. Um, they were either, you know, led by a YMCA or out here in Connecticut because I didn't... Um, I went to middle school and high school here, so I wasn't in many like after school programs okay. um, here. But I think here they're more no they're more known as like the boys and girls clubs. Um, and so basically, what I want to do is just make an elevated version of that um, all over the U.S. and hopefully like globally is to just you know the people that that your counselors right. Um, they're usually in between the ages of like 18 and like 25 and Young. all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And although like they were great and um, I couldn't have gotten through most of my life without those counselors. There's there's like a lack of professionalism just because they're so young, just because they're not getting paid as much as they should and all right. of those things. So I want to make a better boys and girls club. So that means that there's psychologists on site, there's social workers on site, there's, you know, teachers who are staying after school and her, you know, are being paid, you know, more than they would in the school district. And just having people who truly care about fostering those kids lives like for most people and for most kids like school I mean you're at, you're at school for eight 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 hours right most and then time. you do an after school program that's like three to four yeah. hours after school right so just wanting the most positive mm -hmm. and passionate people around these kids and um you know having it funded um privately and also like hopefully by the government just having help um to just you know give the resources to kids you need an extra notebook you need a pack of pens um you need a blanket because you're cold you need a winter jacket because your mom can't afford one like whatever it Anything. is like even like my school had a program where like they would allow me to go on my fifth grade um like field trip it was like the big fifth grade field trip and my mom couldn't pay for all of it and I don't know how but like through donation they were able to raise the rest of the money so I could go we saw the Statue of Liberty on a boat like we had a whole boat cruise and everything so That's really legit honestly yeah I know. <laughs> so just try like literally my my goal always is just to help little Rennie so like the version of me that like wasn't helped I want to help that little boy or girl so that's my dream wow i can see it yeah. i was trying the whole time you're talking i was like trying to think of a creative name how you could call it like, i know like the ren club or something like, you know what i'm saying like that's like but like something that i really see that and you have you have a special energy to you that i will never doubt like doubt in my mind never doubt in my mind that you will do that and that you will change the world and that you will change these kids lives and that you will i mean can you imagine like Yes. them all having like here for you sweatshirt because like you were able to like donate a whole bunch of here for you sweatshirts and they're like i could cry ellie <laughs> right it's it's yeah it's freaky deaky dude like we're gonna look back at this why am i crying <laughs> no really though like we're gonna look no. back at this and be like we did it we did it we did it we did it and i think that it is so like seriously 
it is so wonderful to just work with somebody who has such dream, like dreams like I do and passion like I do and different beliefs and different, obviously same beliefs, but like different, you know, exact desires. Mm-hmm. But like you just said, you want to do this, like make this extraordinary boys and girls club to help and save kids and mm-hmm. to change the world with me coming in and every single one of those kids has a here for you shirt, has a here for you sweatshirt, providing comfort to these kids. Physically and mentally. I mean, literally, like, it's how we're gonna, it's how we're Stickers on the inside of their notebooks, like, keychains on their keys, like, and it doesn't stop here. Like, there will be so many Hainsey products by then that, like, you know, it's gonna touch everyone in every way. Like, not everyone likes hoodies. Not everyone, you know, I mean, someday we'll come out with zip ups. Like, not everyone likes sweatshirts. Not every, I mean, like, my grandfather literally couldn't be caught dead outside of the house in anything but, like, right. jeans and a button up, right. Right? right? So, like, it's not for everybody, but, like, once we get those, you know, when we start making mugs or something, my grandfather's gonna be all over it. <laughs> chugging the coffee right now yeah and that's just i mean it's 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 like hard to describe how you know the energy we just feel together is how you know we're just not we're we're gonna do it we're gonna do it and we're gonna look back and be like wow we did it and that's why i'm so happy that like we're starting the podcast and we're doing just like a deeper look into what we are now because to have this content later i mean like a, p- a picture is a million words, like, in itself, but, like, to have our literal, like, little voices, like, talking about the future, like, that's just going to be crazy. It's just going to be crazy. It's, it's like, I, yeah, I don't, I, I it's going to make me cry. <laughs> and Ellie doesn't cry, though. I don't, I don't really, I don't really do that a lot, so, um, that is, it's something about, like, doing it for yourself, too, like, doing it for, like, little Runny, doing it for little Ellie, like, that's, yeah, that's um, that's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, last question is: What is a fun talent or fun fact about you? Okay, yeah, we all had very hard time <laughs> with this. Honestly, like, really but hard question. I was saying, I felt like I was back in 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 high school and like answering. Like, yeah, like icebreaker <laughs> homeroom. <laughs> Yeah, it it took a while, Um, but something that I, like, you know, don't really share all that often is that I started painting in quarantine, and I actually sold a couple of paintings for, like, $150 here, $100 here, and I was blown away that people even wanted to purchase, but once they did, I was like, I think I... I think I need to start making a price on these things. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's just a little little fun fact. Um, I do have a couple of pieces still up on rhpaint.tings. Yes, you do. Um, but, yeah, just, just it was a nice creative outlet for the time. That's so that's so incredible. What? Did, so you started that at the beginning of quarantine? Yeah. Have you always been... Like, have you, like, always been interested in painting and kind no. of, like, this never No, I'm such a perfectionist that I thought that if I couldn't paint a face, like, a realism, like, I didn't understand that, like, abstract artists were just as respected as someone who could 
paint you in your likeness, right. right? So I'm such a perfectionist that I would never let myself paint because I was like, I'm never gonna like paint, 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 paint a bird like a bird. I'm never gonna be able to paint an eye like an uh -huh. eye. And then I started like, you know, really getting into abstract art. And that's when I kind of found myself where it was like just lines and just shapes and just anything I wanted to put on the canvas. Um, I started a lot with like wood, which I really liked painting on wood. Um, I do canvases as well. But yeah, for me, for a long time, I was like, I'll never paint. Are you kidding me? No. Like, I, I don't have an artistic bone in my butt. Have you seen me try to draw something? That's just proof, though, that you can be anything that you want at any time and just create whatever the hell you want. Because you don't know be. what's going to resonate no. with people. I literally thought that my stuff was dumb. But someone asked me to buy it. A couple people asked me like to purchase. Said, like, hundreds. Like, not just, you know, not that yeah. it matters, but still, that's. That's really legit. <laughs> That's really legit. That just, it's its really proof that you can, you know, you don't even know, like, uh, what you said, oh my God, have you ever seen me draw something? Like, I can't even do stick figures, whatever. Yes, you can. Like, why, why do we have this, you know, you don't have to have that, that thought of yourself mm -hmm. in your head. You can do whatever you want and showcase exactly. whatever side of you you want. And somebody's art, like, there's so many, um, you know, famous people's art that I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. And, you know, but then there's some that I'm like, oh, my God, are so cool. Mm -hmm. So everybody's art is, is different. And it's objective. It's subjective. So that's so cool. And congratulations on that. That's, Thank that's you. Awesome. Thank that's you. Awesome. It's not, it's not going to be my day job, but listen, it, it was, fun. it's fun. It's fun. And it brings, like you said, it, it shows a creative side of you and it mm -hmm. um, helps you connect to that side. So. That is, um, wow. Maybe one day I'll paint something. Yeah. I never have, but. No, we, oh my gosh. We, we should do, we should do like a, like a team exercise and go to like a sip and paint. Sip like and all paint, of us. yes. That would be that awesome. That would be so fun, that would be honestly. That so fun. Oh my goodness. I can't wait for you guys to meet RJ. He is out of town wait. right now, but, um, we will be recording his portion before this episode goes up and you will meet him after you have met me. So if things don't flow as like <laughs> flowy as, as the, you know, that's previous, just, that's just us. That's, that's just us. <laughs> We're just making it work, you know, jumping around at all points. Jumping around. Um, but we're, we're always, we're always, um, connected in some way. We're exactly. Some way, even though if it's all over the place, that's, that's the realness of it. So it might sound like the end, but just you wait. No. RJ is about to pop on the screen, baby. <laughs> he sure is. All right, bye. Thank you, Ron. Love you so much. Of course. Okay, everybody. I am so excited to finally introduce you to RJ, who absolutely despises things like this. But... I am so excited to finally introduce you all to him because he's such an important person in my life, personally and in business. And so he's finally here in front of the camera looking at everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start off by telling um, tell everybody what your role in the company is and kind of what you do on a daily basis. Sure. So I am Ellie's business partner, and I focus mostly on the finances and the business organization and kind of the day-to-day -day, um, operations and management. A lot of things. Is that good enough? That's perfect. He <laughs> keeps us on track. And then um, what is your favorite part about being on the team or what, what are some things that you enjoy with 
like being a part of our business? I think uh, some of the most exciting parts of being on the team are I hang out with the crew, Ellie, Peter, Emma, Rennie. Uh, there's a lot more people involved. Yeah. And, <laughs> on um, a daily basis. <laughs> just uh, having a good time and everybody kind of, you know, working together and having fun. I love that. We were, we had a photo shoot last night and um, RJ allows us to set up at his office studio in Norwalk and we were all just hanging out after and it's just, it's always easy with, with you guys and just, um, a lot of fun. And yeah, RJ is the reason why I, one of the main reasons why I went full time with Hainsey and he has been mentor to me my whole life and just a really important part of my life. I've known you since I was 15 um, from working in Fairfield and you've just always supported me ever since the beginning. And when I was in my corporate job in Stanford, I would meet with RJ on like a weekly basis pretty much. And he always encouraged me to, you know, become an entrepreneur and to really take, take my business full time. And RJ is very smart and knows a lot about business. And so he's a really big part of everything, even though he's, he's, he's likes to be behind the camera. Behind the the scenes. (laughs) But thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. And then um, what is, share with, share with everybody a like fun fact about yourself so they get to know you a little better. So my fun fact is that I run a music festival in upstate New York every year. We have about 40 bands and three days and three stages. And uh, it's kind of the, one of the highlights of the year. That's so cool. Mm. And for everybody who like doesn't know, like RJ, wait, how long have you been a part of? doing that for uh we started about 10 10 11 12 years ago so um rj's really into into music and he used to um tour with dave matthews Mm -hmm. and you also have your own production business can you explain that a little bit uh yeah so we do lighting sound production um right now we're doing a lot of live streaming uh after covid and pretty much anything (laughs) <laughs> websites, IT, uh, all of it. It's so cool. And then for the music festival, do so people camp out, mm-hmm. right? So it's like a three-day long, or how long is that exactly? Two or three nights, depending on your ticket level, and then um, you know three days of music, really. That's so cool. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna come this year. Otis Mountain Get Down, um, OtisMountain.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for. Um, for showing your face and sharing a little bit about you. Um, now, the t- obviously, the, everybody knows how important you you always have been, but I'm glad that they get to see you finally. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'm so proud to have um, finally introduced everybody on the team, and so you guys get to see a little bit more into their lives and how special they are to all of us and to me. Thank you guys. Mwah. <laughs>